Well, good morning, everyone, and a very warm welcome to our service of Advent lessons and carols. As well as our minister, Katrina, this morning we'll hear the voices of Brian, Adi, Leo, Paul H, Graham E, Paul F, Lena, Holly, and Katrina H. And our musicians this morning are Paul, Neil, and Ailey, with solos from Holly and Andrew. In just a moment, Esther Handel. At 7pm this evening, our evening reflection will be led by Rebecca Gebauer. And each weekday evening this week at 9pm, our 15-minute Advent reflections will continue. We will still be using the same Zoom invitation throughout the whole of Advent. It's in the December key, but if you can't find your copy and you'd like to come, just drop me an email and I'll send you the invitation again. And then just one piece of family news on our mind this week. You'll have received an email from me in the past couple of days with some important information about Margaret's funeral, which will be held this Thursday at 2.30pm at Clydebank Crematorium. This will be an on-site service only, so if you're unable to attend in person and would like to have a copy of the service, just let me know and I'll email you uh, a copy of it on Thursday, not before then, but on Thursday itself. And we'll be very glad to do that if you can't be there in person. Next Sunday at 11am will be our annual Sunday School Nativity. And at 7pm, Katrina will lead our evening reflection. And please note that the evening service next Sunday will include communion. But now, Esther and David, it's over to you and your family to light our Advent candle. As we gather for worship, we join together to light our Advent candle. The third candle represents John the Baptist, the foreigner, called by God to prepare the way. Candle is lit. No, oh, I have to do it, you know. No, Daddy. We have lit a candle for the past, giving thanks for John the Baptist, who urged all people to prepare their hearts for the coming of Jesus. We have lit a candle for the present, giving thanks for messengers today who message still calls us to watch and pray.
as we gather, let's pray together. Can it really be so, loving God, that this is the third Sunday in Advent already? That by a quirk of calendars, this season lasts almost five weeks this year. We prepare our hearts and minds to enjoy the mystery of Christ's incarnation once again. Can it really be so, saving Christ, that you chose to enter the mess and muddle of our human lives? That rather than privilege and power, you experienced vulnerability and insecurity to enable the least loved and most marginalised of people to enjoy the mystery of God's love? Can it really be so, spirit of wisdom and truth, that you still inspire dreams and visions of a new world order where all people are reconciled, sins forgiven and regrets removed. Yes, it can be so. Our faith assures us that your promises are trustworthy and true. So, with expectant hope and eager longing, we draw near to listen for your voice, to pray for the world and to glimpse afresh the vision of your eternal shalom. Amen. Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. So today is our Advent lessons and carols. A little over 30 years ago, I moved to a small village just outside Warrington and churches together there was very important. And a key part of our life together was the village carol service. The first year I was there, the local vicar caused uproar because he refused to allow us to hold the village carol service until after Christmas. Liturgically, of course, he was quite right. Advent is not Christmas. Christmas begins on the 25th of December. A lot of us get a bit frustrated, don't we, when the shops are full of Christmas cards in August, when in September we're being invited to book our Christmas parties, although they're all now being cancelled again. Maybe there's a note of warning there. 
But Advent is a special time, a time to prepare our hearts and minds for that celebration. And I think we rush that sometimes to our own disadvantage. And so today we don't quite get there. We continue our journey with some beautiful readings and some beautiful music for this Advent season. Thank you. First lesson, Isaiah chapter 40, verses 1 to 8. Comfort for God's people. Comfort, oh comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and cry to her that she has served her turn, that her penalty is paid, that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. A voice cries out, In the wilderness prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be lifted up, and every mountain and hill be made low. The uneven ground shall become level and the rough places a plain. Then the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all people shall see it together, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. A voice says, cry out. And I said, what shall I cry? All people are grass. Their constancy is like the flower of the field. The grass withers, the flower fades when the breath of the Lord blows upon it. Surely the people are grass. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God shall stand forever. And Israel will live in safety. 
and this is the name by which he will be called. The Lord is our righteousness. third lesson is from Zechariah 9. Rejoice, rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout aloud, O daughter of Jerusalem. Lo, your king comes to you. Triumphant and victorious is he, humble and riding on a donkey, on a colt, the fall of a donkey. He will cut off the chariot from Ephraim and the war horse from Jerusalem, and the battle bow shall be cut off, and he shall command peace to the nations. His dominion shall be from sea to sea, and from, and from the river to the ends of the earth. Yeah. <laughs> 
the fourth lesson, Haggai chapter 2, verses 6 to 9, the coming of the desire of nations. For thus says the Lord of hosts, once again in a little while, I will shake the heavens and the earth and the sea and the dry land, and I will shake all the nations so that the treasure of all nations shall come, and I will fill this house with splendor, says the Lord of hosts. The silver is mine and the gold is mine, says the Lord of hosts. The latter splendor of this house shall be greater than the former, says the Lord of hosts, and in this place I will give prosperity, says the Lord of hosts. Fifth lesson, Isaiah 35, 1 to 6. The wilderness will bloom. The wilderness and the dry land shall be glad. The desert shall rejoice and blossom like the crocus. It shall blossom abundantly and rejoice with joy and singing. The glory of Lebanon shall be given to it the majesty of Carmel and Sharon. They shall see the glory of the Lord, the majesty of our God. Strengthen the weak hands and make firm the feeble knees. Say to those who have an anxious heart, be strong, fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance, with the recompense of God. He will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then shall the lame man leap like a deer and the tongue of the mute sing for joy.
26th lesson, Luke chapter 1, verses 5 to 20, the birth of John promised. In the days of King Herod of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah who belonged to the priestly order of Abijah. His wife was a descendant of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. Both of them were righteous before God, living blamelessly according to all the commandments and regulations of the Lord. But they had no children, because Elizabeth was barren, and both were getting on in years. Once, when he was serving as priest before God and his section was on duty, he was chosen by lot, according to the custom of the priesthood, to enter the sanctuary of the Lord and offer incense. Now at the time of the incense offering, the whole assembly of the people was praying outside. Then there appeared to him an angel of the Lord, standing at the right side of the altar of incense. When Zechariah saw him, he was terrified, and fear overwhelmed him. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah, for your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you will name him John. You will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth, for he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He must never drink wine or strong drink. Even before his birth he will be filled with the Holy Spirit. He will turn many of the people of Israel to the Lord their God. With the spirit and power of Elijah he will go before him to turn the hearts of parents to their children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Zechariah said to the angel, How will I know that this is so? For I am an old man and my wife is getting on in years. The angel replied, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God and I have been sent to speak to you and to bring you this good news. But now, because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled in their time, you will become mute, unable to speak, until the day these things occur. seventh lesson, Luke 1, verses 26 to 38. The angel visits Mary. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, favored one. The Lord is with you. 
but she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his ancestor, David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I am a virgin? The angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be holy. He will be called Son of God. And now, your relative Elizabeth, in her old age, had also has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month for her who was said to be barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. Then Mary said, Here I am, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. Luke 1, verses 39 to 55. Mary visits Elizabeth. In those days, Mary set out and went with haste to a Judean town in the hill country, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the child leapt in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit and exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why has this happened to me that the mother of my Lord comes to me? For as soon as I heard the sound of your greeting, the child in my womb leapt for joy. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfilment of what was spoken to her by the Lord. And Mary said, 
My soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God, my saviour. For he has looked with favour on the lowliness of his servant. Surely from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For the mighty one has done great things for me and holy is his name. His mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his, with his arm. He, hath, he has scattered the pride in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, according to the promise he made to our ancestors, to Abraham and his descendants forever. lesson Matthew 1 verses 18 to 25 Joseph's dream of an angel now the birth of Jesus the Messiah took place in this way when his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph but before they lived together she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit her husband Joseph being a righteous man and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace planned to dismiss her quietly. But just when he had resolved to do this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took her as his wife, but had no marital relations with her until she had borne a son, and he named him Jesus.
we continue in worship as we bring our prayers for others and for ourselves. Each prayer this morning will be followed by a simple response. When I say the words, Lord of life and love, you are invited to join me in saying, hear our prayer. So that is Lord of light and love, hear our prayer. Let us pray together. Lord of light and love, hear our prayer. Unusually, perhaps, we pray firstly for ourselves. In these short, dark days of Northern Hemisphere winter, when the busyness of preparation and the uncertainty over what lies ahead may sap our energy and disturb our peace. That we may have sufficient reserves of energy to face each new day, that we may experience moments of joy and our hope be refreshed and renewed. Lord of light and love, hear our prayer. As a community of faith, geographically scattered, yet connected online today, we are grateful for the support and encouragement we are able to share. Those named in our prayer diary for this week are the Finance Group, Emma and Drew, Jane, Steve, Neil, Anita and Bonnie, Dr Beth, Mary, Janet and Roger, Jen, Andrew, Carl and Aidan, Elaine, Graham, Freya and Sarah. That each may know themselves loved and cherished, may grow in grace and flourish in humanity. Lord of light and love, hear our prayer. This December, many of us have enjoyed connecting with other Baptist churches in Scotland via the online Advent calendar, reminding ourselves of the diversity and creativity of our siblings in Christ each seeking to be light and salt in their own communities. That all churches, and especially those in Thurso, Tillicutri and Tyree, may shine brightly as beacons of hope and places of welcome. Lord of light and love, hear our prayer. In this troubled world of which we are part, BMS World Mission continues to serve some of the poorest and most marginalised people in the most dangerous of places. This week, we read about mission partners working in palliative care and in horticultural projects and training in Afghanistan. That they may be kept safe and well, and that the love they live out in their daily lives may continue to bless those they serve. Lord of light and love, hear our prayer. We turn our thoughts and prayers beyond our Baptist siblings, to those of other traditions, other faiths, and of none, who are our neighbours across the world, and who, just like us, are God's children. Amidst the horror of hate and violence, corruption and deceit, natural disaster and humanly created suffering, that you will empower and enable all people of goodwill who work for healing, peace, truth and love. Lord of light and love, hear our prayer. 
offered in the name of Christ. Amen. blessing today is adapted from some original words by the Australian Dorothy McRae McMahon. Let us go in faith to ponder in our hearts the mystery of this season. May life be born within us. May Jesus live among us. May hope encourage us. Peace comfort us. Love fill us and joy surround us like the angel's song. Amen. <laughs>